Oh there, citizen. It is I, the Arcanist. Fear not, for I will save you from the burning question. What happened last time on the Incorrigible Party? Not necessarily between him and I. I... You don't... You know what? I won't trouble you... Yeah, I won't trouble you with the murky details. Let's just say... People paid me to get rid of him. You don't say. Yeah. I mean, who, who, uh, you care to, to let me know who the, the fellow no, is no, that, no. uh... No, 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 I don't need to trouble you with those kind of details. Um, no, I, I, I mean, I might, I might know the guy. Yeah, you don't. All right, well, uh... Shaft, to need to know basis, and, uh, you don't need to know. Chucky Maybe Chucky will have some yeah, good insight. Yeah, Chucky part of this plot, like. Yeah, what's it gonna hurt? Well, it's always good. It's always good to have somebody else to talk to. If Chucky is the Arcanist, and I'm saying saying this out of character, then it could hurt quite a bit. Sure, sure, and uh, well, I mean, okay, Shaft, you kind of looking look giving Chucky the once over, like it's he has a very distinct like hunchback, um, which the Arcanist does not. So it's actually a little difficult to even tell, maybe, even if Chucky was kind of, like, standing upright, if they would even be the same height. A little, little difficult to tell. Okay, so but as you enter this alley, from above you, on the rooftop, Citizens! Step away from the elf. She and I have business. Sardo is a citizen of this town, or at least was, under my protection. Now you must answer a life for a life. Under whose authority? My own, and he jumps down from the roof and lands in front of you guys. Are you really going to leave me with no choice? You have left me with none. Accept your punishment, and it will be swift. And your friends can go on the way and maybe shed a tear for you. So I don't, I don't roll. So no, magic missile is an auto hit. Uh, so you shoot out three of these missiles, I believe. Is that right? Um, magic circle. No, magic <laughs> missile. <laughs> three glowing darts of magical force uh, hits. One dart. D4. One D4 plus one. It's D4. For each dart, you can send them all at one target, or if you're fighting multiple foes, you could split them up and choose individual targets. So I'll send two to the Arcanist and one to Bryn. And now, our adventure continues. What? She's annoying. Why? (laughs) (laughs) For real? No, just kidding. So I rolled a two. Sleeping on the couch tonight. Okay, so so that was one dart, right? So you're basically you're rolling me three d four plus three. I rolled another two. <laughs> you're not even rolling it. And a three. Okay. So five total plus three is eight total force damage. Yeah, it's a two two and then two three, so it's a ten total. Yeah, because it's three three and four. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. I see what you're you. You had one to each. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so ten damage. All right, good hit. Um, Shaft, you're up. You're up. I'll try to 
do the same thing I did last time. So this time instead of running between his legs, I'm gonna try to run around him in a circle. And but first, first I'm gonna try to attack with my rapier. Are you? Well, okay. okay. So uh, no, yeah, no, you can do whatever you like. But if you are successful in knocking him prone, you have advantage on a prone creature on the attack. Okay, let's do that first then. That sounds good. <laughs> You're like, oh, thanks. Oof. Well, uh, he only got a, an eight. Crit. Okay. Oh, he is on his ass. You have, you have shoved him. So Arcanus is now prone. So I'm going to make my attack now with okay. advantage. Yep. Uh, so that's a uh, 17, 19, 21. Wow. 21 different hits. Uh, yep. And so I'll do damage first. Let's see. You gonna kill the That's guy? That's three, four, five, six, seven, and I'm not. If if I look, if he's more than overly bloodied, I'm gonna try to not to kill him. So if I have to knock him out, I will. Okay. Because uh, he's your friend. Does that does that knock him unconscious? It does not. Then I'm going to use my bonus action to do ensnaring strike, which will uh, give me. See, next time you hit a creature, so it's the next time I hit a creature. Okay. Right? Is that the case? Next time you hit a creature with a weapon attack, this spell, uh, before this spell ends, a breathing math of thorny vines appears at the point of impact. The target must succeed on a strength saving throw or be restrained by magical vines until the spell ends. Uh, okay, that's fine, but we can you can rewind it and you could have just cast that before you did all your stuff, and like your attack. So it could affect okay. this turn. So he need to do a strength save. Okay, so he is prone. Uh, prone creatures can only crawl. So sorry, he makes a strength. Strength saving throw. Uh, you got a nineteen. Okay, my DC is ten, so he he saves okay, on that. Saves. So he's not restrained. Ray of Frost is ended as well. By the way, it only lasts until my next turn. Ah, okay. So his movement is no longer hindered. Except for the fact that he's all twisted around Shaft. And he's prone on the ground. Yeah, I feel like he's on, he, yeah. he's he's on still feels a little bit chilly, though. It's just He's got a little runny nose. It was a powerful ray of frost. All right, Gozer, you're up. He's been shafted. Get him, Gozy. Gozer's going to say, do we want him alive? It's a shaft. Preferably. Okay, well, that is a 20 to hit. Yeah. And I do... A natural 20? No. Uh, that's 16 points of damage. Non-lethal? Damn. Yes. Trying to trying to knock him out. Okay, yes. You bunk. He's a goes under. Nice. Good I job, run Rosie. up and grab the... Grab the... Uh, Gong. <laughs> You're obsessed. Off. <laughs> no. He has no hands! We'll fall out of initiative here. But as you as he falls unconscious, the uh, disguise self spell uh, dispels, Ooh. and Ooh. you see him morph as his hunchback grows. <gasps> you knew it, Gozer. You knew it. And you see that the Arcanist was in fact Chucky, the good riddance in bar boy. Wow. <laughs> and I told him I killed Sardo. And he is he is currently just unconscious. So I pop up and I say, let's tie him up, take the gauntlets off there, uh, and you can, uh, you can have those falls there. And uh, what, uh, let's see this uh, necklace he's got around this, uh, 
He's got something around his neck. Yeah, right? he is wearing an amulet. Yep. I'm gonna take that amulet off. I would like okay. to cast a spell. What? Identify. So he has. Uh, okay, which? What exactly are you? want to identify because since he has mul- there's multiple pieces right yeah. you can do it on the gauntlets or the amulet um could i roll a perception check to to take a look at everything and see if anything stands out to me why don't you instead roll me an arcana check okay mm. i don't know what that is it's on there so you should be prof- i think you're proficient in it and you you'll add your intelligence yeah, modifier let's do that. To it. good roll good roll good roll <laughs> two six i got a six six total <laughs> well luckily for you uh very clearly all of the, the pieces of armor that he is wearing are emanating some type of ar- arcane like aura kind of signal despite the they still uh, despite they look very normal but you can very clearly as you handle them and touch them you can very clearly feel that they have some type of Arcane magic to them. Any any commoner would be able to tell they're not normal. Absolutely. So he so officially he has he's wearing uh, a helm, the gauntlets, the amulet, uh, the breastplate, and a pair of boots. Okay, I'm gonna focus on the amulet with my identify spell. Okay, does that just it just it happens? You're just that's a first level spell, right? You choose one object that you must touch. Throughout the casting of the spell, if it's magic item or some other magic imbued object, you learn its properties and how to use them, whether it requires attunement to use, how many charges it has, if any. You learn whether any spells are affecting the item and what they are. If the item was created by a spell, you learn which spell created it. I can also use it on a creature. Takes one minute to cast. Okay. Nope, no, not a problem. So uh, you look at this amulet. It's kind of, it's like this, it's a, it's basically a diamond inlaid into kind of this gold kind of clasp, right? It's just kind of holding this, this, uh, white diamond in it. And it's, is imbued with, uh, the, uh, spell guiding bolt. And you know, it's surprisingly incredibly easy to use, does not require attunement. Uh, basically anybody can throw it on and activate it, but it does seem a little, almost unstable as if whatever magical application and, and its process that was used to create it, uh, this item has not quite been perfected yet. So I, I asked Gozer to help me take, take this stuff off of him and tie him up. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to say aloud to everyone that as a magic user, I am very interested in, in these things that he has on, does anyone have objections to me? Uh, you you can have the stuff. I don't care. Let's let's put a gag in his mouth and, and tie him up so he can't do anything to us when he wakes up. Sounds good. You can to have me. the stuff. Although I think he's going to be a lot less dangerous without the uh, magical items here. Eh, you never trust a Chucky. Gozer didn't trust him. Gozer's got a keen ability to perceive things. Gozer has fought many battles against many foes. So it's dark out, right? Yeah. So I'm going to say to these guys, hey, uh, I think it's probably best for us to head out now. Maybe uh, maybe go back to, uh, what the hell's the name of the town I came from? Dracal. Dracal. Yeah, maybe we should head back to Dracal. We'll start tonight. 
You know, it, it's not safe to be, you know, beating people up and stuff. That's my vote. Sounds good. Okay, Gozer, you want to carry this this dude? Okay. And then we head out of town. The fr- fastest direction to uh, get us towards Dracal. I pick him up and I sling him over my shoulder. Okay, so uh, the quickest route to Dracal is uh, across kind of this... It's It's like... It's basically a desert, but it's like kind of this barren landscape. That is the quickest, like as the flo- crow flies, uh, quickest route. That's off road. There is no road. That's that. This is basically into the wilderness. This is not the safest route for sure. Traveling by the two uh, main roads that lead out of the city are definitely would be more safe, but they would certainly take uh, much longer as they. They're not direct roads. There's no direct road connecting Zexa to Drukal. You kind of have to go in a, a bit of a roundabout path to take to take the main roads. I'm I'm definitely good with that. I can I can find our way. So uh, going through wilderness. The, the options we could go up to Alton, Altonshik, or down along beside Victor. Does anyone have any reason to go that way? I say we stay as far off for the beaten path as possible. Okay. In the quickest route. Okay. I mean, we're talking how many days here? Uh, if you make by the through the wilderness, it shouldn't take you uh, more than three days to get to Drukal. Whereas the route, if you go through Altenshik, that'll take you more like six, so like almost twice as long. Mm. Oh, no, we're door yeah, doing quickest. the direct route. Yeah. Let's, let's, go, let's go straight. Yeah, straight there. All right. Uh, so you're immediately heading out. Yes. Are you? going to be traveling during the night or are you just going to get out of the town limits to uh then rest because it has been basically you have been operating for a full day if you decide to push on through the night you will possibly suffer a level of exhaustion i think we uh if you guys don't uh have a an issue with it uh, i'd like to at least get a few hours out of town and find some cover somewhere gozer did nap I say we travel for a little, a little <laughs> while, find a place to set up camp. I've got a vested interest in staying well rested. I need to be able to cast my spells. Okay, easy, easy. Uh, yeah, under the cover of darkness, you you make it uh, out of the city limits of Zexa. So you're traveling for a couple hours then. Yeah, two three hours just to get when we find a spot that sort of looks like it's away from any. Um... Wait, wait, wait! Did we have horses? No. Okay. Hmm. Should we steal some? No. Are you sure? We've already we don't have time for that. havoc That's... in this town. I don't. We ever need to what come back. What do you mean we here? don't have time for that? Chucky might have some. Yeah. See, see, Chucky needs to get to Dracal as quickly as possible before he uh, causes us any more problems. <laughs> and as uh, also, you you guys have been pretty well around the, this entire city, and you have not seen any like like any farmhouses or stables or anywhere that even any livestock would be kept within even within the city limits at least okay so a couple hours out if you kind of leave the like northwesternish section and immediately the city limits give way to kind of the bottom of these these foothills in which yeah you'll certainly find an easy place to rest uh, and or cover kind of in amongst these these foothills because the rest of the way is going to be pretty barren and flat and and you know dead 
there's a reason why uh, a main road doesn't go through that section. <laughs> All right. Well, we can we can we can set up camp. I can start a fire with um, my firebolt. And he's Cantrip. used to have fire going. Uh, is it? What's the? Is it? Is it cold? Is it like desert cold at night, or is it? Uh, is it where we're just fine temperature wise? Uh, in the foothills, you're you're fine. You're even able to find kind of like a lee kind of thing against the wind, so there's not even like any wind kind of picking up or anything like that. If, if the elements aren't too bad, it's probably best for this us to fire not start a fire. It's, it's gonna. Yeah, you you guys could definitely uh, survive without a fire. You would not freeze to death. <laughs> okay. Uh, is there any uh, any type of thing around that we could sort of tie him up to a little bit, so it'd make it a little more difficult for him to roll away, say? Not really. Like, there's no, like, large... Like, there's no trees. Stones. Yeah, let's tie him to you. Right, it'd be probably better if we tie him to you. Uh, <laughs> I was going to take first watch. Okay. Well, we have the manacles, right? Yeah, he's, he's manacled. Why don't we manacle him to someone? He's also got a rag in his mouth, so uh, he can't cast anything. We can take We can take shifts. Whoever's on watch can have him bound to their wrists so he can't uh, sneak off if he wakes up okay okay so uh, you know in the in the two hours that it's taking you to find your camping spot Chucky has kind of come to very <laughs> very groggy from his bonk on his head but he's conscious now and he's struggling against the binds so I'm just picturing like literally from like neck to, to feet <laughs> you have him wrapped up <laughs> he, in this he's wrapped <laughs> Settle down, Chucky. You're all right. What? Where are you taking me? What's going on here? Uh, we're, we're taking you to see a friend. There's no friend. You, you guys are no friend of mine. No, no, no. My friend. That sounds less appealing. <laughs> you don't know the half of it. That's a that's a halfling joke. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just trying to do something good here for this this town. I, I applaud you for what you were doing there, Chucky. I mean, I, I have nothing against you personally. Uh, you were going a little off the rails there with uh, just killing people, but um, that's that's not really why you're uh, heading with us. Uh, apparently, uh, someone wants to talk to you, and I'm here to make sure that happens. Who? Who'd want to talk to me? When, you, when we see him, you'll know. Right. Is everyone awake, or are we taking shifts? This is this is kind of before you have settled in for the nineties. Okay. Your camp is set up, and uh, before we've established watches. So I want to know where he got these magical items. If I tell you, you're gonna let me go. No, but then I owe you nothing. But if you tell me, I might be willing to. I may have a bit of an interest in making sure that no harm comes by you when we get to our destination. You make uh, a. The what's the opposite of perce- uh, deception? What's the good one? Well, I don't think it matters which one it is. Are you are you trying to persuade him? Persuasion. There you go. Sorry, I rolled. A, <laughs> I, no, no, okay. just re- I rolled a nine. He rolled a nine before you even said anything. So just re-roll. <laughs> I rolled a nine. How, how persuasive <laughs> is that? Look, I I don't know who made them. I don't know what they were going to use them. I just I stole them. Okay, I stole them. And I just, I just thought I could do something, do some good with them. I mean, look at me. I, I 
Don't know who they. There was. It was a. It was a cave out in the in the hills. I don't know who. Nobody was there. Hmm. So you were just wandering through the hills, came across a cave, ventured in, and found these things. Well, I mean, I would say wandering. I mean, I like to go out there and think sometimes. I I would like to try and make a check to see if he's lying. Okay, why don't you do an insight check? Big money, big money, big money. <laughs> Five. Five. Uh, plus three, eight. Okay, you uh, you have no reason to doubt him. All right. Well, they're all they're all yours now, right? This Balls this I mean, is true, but, but I, I like to I like to find out as much as I can. Yeah, the Arcanist is on his high horse. You know what he did? He killed somebody for them, and we're gonna take them from him. It's just how the world works. Oh well, I didn't kill anybody. Yeah, yeah, you say that. I mean, I, I tried to kill you, but I didn't kill anybody before that. That that does seem to make it all right. In my opinion, anyway. There, see? I wasn't lying when I asked when we were friends. And you brought us beers and, and things, and I mean, you've been a good waiter. I, I don't have anything against you. I didn't want to hurt you. I gave you the chance to, to back off. Well, sort of said you would kill her. I don't believe that you stumbled upon these things is all. He's probably lying, but what difference does it make? Look, I, I, I can I can take you there. You just you gotta let me go. I don't think that's an option, Chucky. Right, look, we're going to see a friend of mine, and after you have a discussion with him, I don't know what he wants you for, but I it's in my best interest for you to be breathing when we get there. Um, but if you end up not breathing, it still works out for me okay, too. Gozer's going to glare at him intimidatingly. Shaft, quite the bounty hunter. Didn't realize we had one in the group. Uh, I think you already decided you, you already told us you were that one. That would be two in the group, Brent. Mm, I'm a little bit, I wouldn't call myself a bounty hunter. You're not good with maths, are you? Mm, no. <laughs> Look, you, someone sent you to get for me. You think they want me, or do you think they want the property that I stole from them? Put two and you know two together what? here, man. I'll tell you what, Chucky. I'll make you a deal. You give me more than what I'm going to get for you going there, and maybe we'll work something out. And and falls in here gets to keep all the crap. I'm going to interject here and say, wait, wait a minute, Chuck. You just told me you found these in a cave. Now you're telling me they're stolen from the person the shaft wants to bring you to. Which is it? And you don't, you may look smart, but you're pretty goddamn dumb. You got A and you got B. There's one line connecting them. Why else would anybody want me? I'm nobody. How would they know that you took them if there was nobody there as you claim? Well, I've been gallivanting around saving people. I kind of, you guys were able to drag me down. These are all great points. Do you have more money than what I'm getting offered? Look, I don't have any money, but this place, there was all kinds of things. I, I got out with what I could hold. Tell us more. How about, Shaft, you tell us about this person who... No, I want to hear about this place. Where is the place? Let's go get Chucky some more loot. Because depending on how dangerous this person is, is going to affect whether I'm interested in going and stealing more of his stuff. 
from under his Who, nose. Who, my friend? Yeah. He didn't say it was a person's stuff. He said there's a cave full of stuff. Let's find out where that is. Look, I don't know why my friend wants to see this guy. It's really none of my business. I don't tend to ask questions. What kind of a fellow is this friend of yours? He's a fellow that likes to pay in gold. Is he big and intimidating? He, uh... He's somebody you don't want to trifle with. You just you just do what do what you're told. Shaft, you don't want to find out where the rest of the loot is. Yeah, come on. There's there's more stuff. Look, look, Chucky's Chucky's begging for his life. He has every intention of lying to us. Look, look can I do a deception check? I was gonna say, can I check? Or uh, sorry, see if he's uh insight sure. or whatever. Nine, uh, nine. Can I can I see if can I see if Chuck's lying? Yes, absolutely. What do I have to roll then? You still, you still do insight. What'd you roll? Twelve. Twenty-five. Oh. A natural twenty-five. Twenty-five and insight is plus six. Eighteen. Okay, so Bryn, you, you believe that he's telling the truth that, that he he found these like in a in a place in in the hills. And there's more stuff. And I that believe. there's more stuff in there. My my objection is that if a a plus B is as Chuck is saying that this person who was paying money for Chuck to be brought to him is the same owner of this cave full of all these goods. I'm not sure how interested I am. That's in not what he was saying, though. Stealing a bunch more stuff from this person with a bunch of money and potentially power. Okay, okay, let's think this through for a second. When we took all the crap off of him, he went back to Chucky. Now he's just Chucky. Right. Put the put the gauntlets on, and uh, put on the uh, see what happens. The necklace, and let's see if you turn into the uh, Arcanist here. Okay, yeah. I'm right. willing to give that a shot. Let's do it. So Leland, I put the stuff on. What happens? Um, nothing. You're wearing the stuff now. I don't mm. change form. I look the same. That's right. Okay. And pretend you're somebody else for a second. Act like you're uh, the Arcanist. See if you change. And. Uh, no, you, nothing happens. You get the look at your hands. You just pair, a pair of gauntlets. Like uh, kind of the spell. necklace, you know, you can activate because you identified it. Chucky, for an act of good faith here, tell us how you how we make him turn into a uh, knot falls and and turn falls in and turn into uh, something else like you did. And uh, what are you going to give me? Well, first, I'm going to believe you. Mm. I mean, if you do this. Maybe we'll let you go and show us where this other crap is. And if everything works out really good, you can have some of it and go about your merry way. Yeah, we'll go loot it all together. Uh, all right, put on the helm. All right, I put the helm on. And now just just think about looking like someone else. <laughs> all right, I, I think about looking like Shaft. All right, so you activate uh, the power within this helm, and it casts... Uh, the disguised self on you, and you look. Uh, do you've uh, made yourself look like Shaft? Does he shrink down to size, or does he just look like Shaft at full size? Uh, I believe he looks like you at full size. Yeah, he's got your features, but he doesn't he doesn't become your size. Ah, uh, what a handsome looking dude! You're just a little too tall. Look, I, I'm telling you, this stuff it's easy to use. You, I just I just put it on, and it did stuff. Right, so, so all you guys believe the guy. I, I mean, I have no reason to, to to not believe him. What do you guys think? 
My insight check proves that I believe him. That there's um, more stuff. Yeah, I mean, I'm going to say to Shaft, what do you think about the possibility that if we go to this cave and grab a bunch of valuable things, they may belong to your friend? That's not my problem, really. You, you're not too I mean, worried? No. Your buddy and Drew call? Okay. That's, well, if you're I not mean, worried, I'm I not worried. I got a job. I got a job to do, and uh, I'll, I'll do what I, I have to do. I don't particularly want to cross my Drew call connection that I think is potentially the same connection as Shaft. But how do we are know... You, f- are you are you uh, fine doing a bounty on this guy? Not on this guy. I have connections in Drukal, and if they happen to own this cave, I don't really want to cross them, but how do we know who owns it? That's what I'm saying. I, I think we're making a leap here to think that uh, the Detmer owns any of this stuff. Yeah, I don't know where that came from, but someone started saying that. Chuck planted that seed. Chucky did, yeah. Chucky. So so Bryn, Bryn and Shaft, you both know that, like, you know, Detmer, Detmer is just the middleman between the the jobs that either of you accept and or the people that are asking those jobs to be done like possibly Detmer doesn't even know who it I think was that Shaft that and Bryn potentially know that they have the same connection in Drew Call they have a they're putting it together yeah but I don't think everyone knows that anyway. I definitely don't so uh, here's the thing I I'm always up for some more coin I could I could use it I I have some uh, people that uh, I probably should uh, return some money to them, and if I can sell some of these goods to to be able to do that, I'm I'm all for it, Chucky. If these guys are in, uh, we'll follow you along. Remember how we kicked your ass when you had all the stuff. Think how easy it'll be when you don't. You want to trust Chuck to show us this cave? I think I think Chuck's on the up and up, right, Chuck? Yeah, of course, of course. I mean, look at look at me. I I got. What am I gonna do? Where am I gonna go? So do I have? Yeah, do we have to like recheck if we trust him, or does my old one count? Like, you uh, you you go off of your old one. Yeah. All right. All right. I I'm in. That I'm seems you, reasonable. Gozer. Gozer likes the mountains. Yeah, I I prefer the mountains myself. I've I've been around a lot of these hills up here and. Uh, I'd be interested to see where he takes us. So, if everyone's not opposed, I untie him. Oh, okay. Take off the manacles. Don't, don't wait. I'm gonna grab him. Sure. No, no. He, he doesn't make a move or anything. But like, he's got nothing. He's got no shoes. Uh, he's basically in like underclothes because you've stripped him. Right. He's got nothing. I'm gonna say, Shaft. You can't let him go till he leads us to the cave. He's not going anywhere. He's gonna stay with us. You don't let him go till he shows us the cave. Okay, Chuck. Here's the deal. Gozer has good instincts. I mean, she was right earlier. So, Chuck, we're gonna we're gonna tie your legs and your arms up so you can get some sleep tonight, and we're gonna tie you to Gozer. If you do anything stupid, she'll probably hold the other end of the rope and whack you around a few times on the ground. It won't be pleasant, but it'll teach you a lesson. So why don't we just uh, do that tonight, I'll, I'll, and then we'll get going in the morning. What do you say? Uh, okay, okay. All right. Okay, so let's uh, set up a watch. Okay. How does that work? Is this like a normal uh, D&D I, thing? 
So this is, you guys are taking what's called a long rest. A long rest comprises of uh, generally eight hours. Bryn, as an elf, you only uh, need to meditate for four of those eight and still gain the benefits that, say, Gozer would after the full eight. So that could, you know, make it easier to split up your watches or whatever. But when you take a long rest, all your depleted hit points uh, are regained and any spell slots or abilities uh, are also regained. So basically you're just like back to full maximum damage beastie travelers that you are. Beast mode. Uh, okay, so who? how are you splitting up the watch? I'll go first. I'll let the, let the magic guy uh, get some rest. So how long do you Much appreciated. watch for and then... Well, basically... To gain the benefit of the eight hours, you do, it just needs to be eight hours of like little to no activity, no strenuous activity. So it's it's pretty blase fair there. So yeah, if you split it up into like four two-hour shifts, you guys would all be fine getting the 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 full rest and the benefits. Like <laughs> Shaft, there is throwing up hand signals for. <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll take the first. So two. Shaft is going to so be Shaft first. first. I'll take the last one. I'll take the second last. Sound good, Gozer? Yes, but Gozer can't do watch while tied to the puny man. Hey, uh, Chucky there, do you roll around a lot in your sleep? Well, uh, my, uh, my condition as he kind of bobs his head to his hump, it it keeps me pretty stable. Yeah, I think you're good, Gozer. (laughs) (laughs) He's got a kickstand. When it is Gozer's watch, Gozer will tie him to you, Shaft. I'm, I'm fine with it. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah, because then Gozer, your second watch after Shaft, as Shaft goes to sleep, you kind of so tie him to... Gozer has free arms in case anything attacks and she is not shackled to a tiny man. <laughs> you make a good point. Now, he'll be shackled to a tiny man. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. <laughs> Two tiny men shackled together. <laughs> is this some kind of joke? <laughs> you are some kind of joke. All right. Go to sleep. Okay, so first watch... Shaft. Uneventful. Uneventful first watch. Transfer the rope. Transfer the rope. Gozer. Uneventful, despite taking precautions to have your hands free. If I hadn't, (laughs) something would have happened. (laughs) Uh, Third watch. Falls are in. Again, very uneventful. Very quiet night. Uh, But come come Bryn's watch, uh, as the just the faintest hints of, of light coming over the horizon there. What now? Why don't you roll a perception check? Oh, no. <laughs> Why me? You're a troublemaker. <laughs> Trouble finds troublemakers. 17. Past your, outside of your range of dark vision, which you have as an elf, right? Yeah. You you hear, though, kind of this clop, 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 clop. And you, you recognize that it sounds like like a uh, hoof prints, like uh, horse horse clops. Yeah. Gallops. Horse clops. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what do you do? I wake every I wake everybody up. Yeah. I grumble and roll back over. Go back to sleep. Hey. Okay, well Gozer will listen to me. Gozer, there's a horse. Shaft, wake up. Okay. Oh, Stand what the alert. Hell? I hear I see a I see her, I hear a horse. Clops. As the as the 
the hoof noises get louder and louder and it, it kind of comes into your field of vision. It's just like a, a saddled horse kind of just trotting along. And you can see, though, behind it is dragging a body. As a, it's got the body as one foot kind of stuck in one of the stirrups. I'm going to go over to the horse. I'm going to go over the horse, grab the horse by the bridle, cut the dude loose from the horse, leave him lay there, and bring the horse back to us. Uh, okay, as you go and, gra- and you grab the horse, you see that what's dragged, the horse is dragging a half-orc. And Skozer, you specifically, you recognize um, kind of the, the colors and this tribal symbol that is adorning this half-orc. You recognize it as belonging to the Gorlock tribe. I'm sort of scanning the area while she's uh, up there looking to see if I see anything else off in the distance. Okay, roll me a perception check. Uh, be a ten. Um, no, you don't. You don't notice anything else on the horizon. You just don't. You don't like hear the sound of any more horses or anything. Uh, especially like now that Gozer has stopped this horse from making any noise. Um, you hear. You hear or see nothing else. Sort of dead silent around. Yeah. Yeah. A little bit. Um, so Gozer, do you take a? Do you continue as you were? You just bring the horse back over to them. You leave the body there. Or? Uh, hold on. Does anybody else go up with Gozer, or you just send Gozer by herself? I'm I'm still asleep. Yeah, okay. Falzerin didn't want to wake up. Um, I can do another check just to see if anything else is looking suspicious. Sure, you can do a perception check as well. Uh, seven. <laughs> yeah, same same as same as Shaft's Nothing conclusion. else going on. Yeah, you don't you don't see or hear any anything else approaching. Uh, I'll go up with Gozer and I'll see if this guy's alive. Uh, okay, if you check him, you definitely very clearly see that he is dead. And you can kind of see, like, in the in the dirt, like, as the body's been kind of dragged, it's kind of creating, like, this blood trail behind it. So if I'm reading this right, the Gorlock tribe is extinct. From what I know. From what you know, yep, that's correct. So I'm going to, I want to check and see if he has anything on him um, that would explain where he's been. Okay, we'll let you do me a perception. 21. Um, he's 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 carrying nothing. I mean, he is not wearing any armor, uh, which, you know, is common among uh, some orcs, or half-orcs. And, uh, yeah, so no weapons. You see, like, if you kind of, like, pull, pull, roll him over, he's kind of got these huge slashes across his back. Definitely what did him in. And uh, on his forehead, though, you noticed he's kind of got this unusual tattoo uh, adorning him. Which, a uh, tattoo that you do not recognize or have, have never seen before. Does it look like it's like, fresh or after he was dead, somebody tattooed, you on, tattooed on him? It, def- it doesn't look, it, de- it does not look fresh. Okay. Does the horse have anything on it? Um, the horse is, uh, also has some some cuts as if it was maybe also attacked but um, it's no other discernible features full full saddle but I'm going to take the horse back to our group and say we must leave now and I'm going to take uh, Chucky and tie him up and sling him over the horse so I don't have to carry him anymore yeah, yeah wait Gozer who, who's the dead guy yeah. I did, don't did know you, did you wake me up Gozer I'm assuming if you want us all to leave you woke me up no uh, no, but I wake up. I wake up. Just gonna leave me there. 
Almost all of us are leaving. Bryn wakes up, falls her in, and she's like, uh, she's like, Gozer doesn't know what that tattoo means, but maybe Falzer will know. He's got all sorts of book knowledge. You don't, you don't know anything of of what she's seen and what she thought yet. Right. So, so this, so this body is like, it's like forty feet from the camp. Gozer and Bryn went right up there. Yeah, Bryn checked to see if. So for he's any dead. Signs. Um, she doesn't know the tattoo. Right. I'm but gonna go she back didn't and share that with anyone. He's right. You, you you have to be careful to not be like start metagaming with your character decisions. So yeah, he's, he does have a point. All you know is that she went up and saw him, saw okay, he was dead, fine. and said we need to leave right away. All I know is you're smart and you might know what it is. To to Bryn's credit, I mean clearly Gozer is you know upset, uh, seemingly as alarmed as Gozer has ever seen yeah, yeah, <laughs> from yeah. your short interaction, right? <laughs> right. Understandably. So you wake me up. Yeah, let's... And I say, what's going on here? What's happening? And I say, come with me. I go up to the dead half-orc, and I say, do you recognize these these markings? All right, so what sort of check can I make to see if, I, um, if I'm familiar with anything about the orc? It's, uh, it's up... It's kind of up to you. I mean, what exactly are you... At first, I mean, I know, I know nothing other than that everyone's a little bit worked up and um, there's this right, dead orc. Exactly. Okay, then, so, regarding your expertise then, you can go ahead and make me an arcana check to possibly, maybe you've seen this symbol and okay. maybe it's a rune that you may be familiar with. I roll a nine. Yeah, you, you've you never seen this before either. Shaft, are you doing anything? Yeah, I'm gonna ask Gozer, uh, what, what's the deal up there? Is it... Who is it? I don't know. I mean, all right. I guess I'll go up and look. No, we must leave now. He is, he is no one. He is. He does not exist. He doesn't exist. I see him right there. I'm gonna go take a look. You, you. Hey, make sure Chuck doesn't get away. Hey, what's going on here? <laughs> Hang tight, Chuck. <laughs> oh yeah, no so problem, guys. <laughs> so Shaft, as you get up to him, uh, you also recognize the tribal colors. Uh, you, 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 from your past, recognize that this is, or this orc? half orc is this half orc is adorned in uh, the same tribe. Yes, that your childhood friend came from. Yeah, I, I, I roll him over to look at the face, and it, is it orc? It is. It is not. <sighs> well, that's good, man. This is definitely the Gorlock tribe. I mean. They've—they're not. Uh, the Gorlock tribe I is didn't. dead. Well, this one is. <laughs> very, very astute. Uh, yeah. So uh, look around on him. Is there any any uh, items that are in his uh, pouch, or does he have a pouch or anything that would? You can go ahead and do a uh, perception check as well. Eighteen. Um, no, um, again, you see kind of the same, the same wounds. Um, the body's not, it doesn't, there's no weapons on this body. Did, did I, could I surmise what killed him? Was it a attack or was it, uh, you know, swords or bows or? How, how long has he been dead? Okay. Why don't you, uh, then inspecting the wounds, make me a medicine check. 16. These wounds are very fresh. And it was it was not not caused by any like sword or or 
crafted weapon. Definitely by some type of animal or beast. What direction did the horse come from? Did it come from Zexa or a different direction? Uh, it came. It actually came from the general direction of Drakal. So kind of almost like... The desert. Towards you on your path that you would, would I'm, want to I'm going to say, Shaft, it, it's... I got uh, a bit of an inkling that you know this person. What can you tell me about or, or where he came from? Well, I, I, I know a little bit of the Gorlock tribe when I was younger. I mean, I, I knew a few people or, a, you know, a few half-orcs. You know, they got a bad rap, some of them. Some of them just need good, uh, well, and I look over at uh, Gozer, and some of them aren't all that bad. Uh, Horik was a, was a pretty good friend of mine, and this is not Horik, so I, I guess, uh... That's about all I can tell you about the Gorlock tribe. They were, uh, they were nomadic. How about we move away from where the dead man came from in case whatever killed him followed him? That's what I'm thinking. If he's coming from Drukal, I think Gozer's right. We gotta keep moving and we gotta go away from where this guy came from. Hey, Chuck, which way to the mountains? Uh, he kind of motions in a northeasterly path. Like, not the way you guys are traveling. You are currently kind of at the you're, you guys are currently at the like southern bottom of the the foothills, the foothills basically, and he kind of motions further into kind of up north above the Zexa city, uh, into the 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 heart of the. So we're going to need to go a, a bit northeast towards Altenshik instead of straight towards Drukal. Is that right? That's where if you were if you still want Chucky to show you where to go, yeah, basically. Why don't we go that way? What does everyone else say? Say we need to leave. I'm good with that. Good with that, Chuck? Uh, I don't want to know what killed that guy. <laughs> Bad enough I have to deal with you guys. All right, so we take his horse. <laughs> Is there anything on uh, this half-orcs person that we want to take with us? Uh, no, you, two, two of you have success, uh, very okay. successfully uh, checked him, and he's, he we really has nothing We searched the shit out of him. All right. Yeah, you all cavity right. searched. Sure you <laughs> <laughs> he ain't hiding nothing. No, there's no dagger hidden up there. <laughs> All right. All right, Chucky, lead the way. So, so how long did I did I sleep for, DM? We're all rested. Yeah, you guys are all fully rested. Again, it, that eight hours is not is not eight hours of sleep. Right. It's just eight hours of like inactivity. Right, right. And also, so now that you have done a long rest, Falzerin, you um, can re-prepare some. Of your daily spells, if you wanted to change out, I what wanted you have to there. get my slots, spell slots back, and uh... yeah, those come back. Sweet. All right, so we take off, and you're just keeping your same prepared I'm list. I'm gonna keep magic missile. I'm gonna keep identify, and let's go with fog cloud. So you are currently. Being led by your captive, Chucky. Okay, Chucky, well, how far are we going, buddy? Uh, well, it's just uh, it's just maybe an hour nor- north of the city. Ah, okay, that's not bad at all. Let's let's make let's go. Yeah, okay. Uh, so he's on the horse, right? Yeah, you slung him over the horse. Has he? Have you sat? Have you seated him in the saddle, or is he? No, he's laying over the horse. <laughs> We we can't have him running away. <laughs> Let's just head up enough to point. <laughs> you got to Point with what? He's bound. We can't have him running away. Just gesture with his nose that direction. 
Maybe Shaft, maybe Shaft and Chucky are riding. But, I mean, he's know, not complaining. I do not trust this man. How strong is this horse? Shaft is a little guy. Oh, sorry, Shaft. Yeah. I was thinking Gozer. Are you going to be the big spoon or the little spoon? <laughs> well, obviously, he's a little spoon. So obviously. <laughs> he's got no choice. He's a halfling. He has to be the little spoon. So, okay. So, it's uh, it's morning. The sun is, is up. It's uh, very early morning. Birds are singing and twerping and Chucky is whining. And, uh, you know, the sounds of nature. Uh, so, you guys have kind of... You guys have starting from a couple of hours outside of the city, so I assuming you don't want to go back through the city. No. Not even for Dr. Good, Shaft? Not even for Dr. Good, Shaft? Yeah, you sure you don't want to give Dr. Good a visit or maybe a goodbye? It's best to move on. No, we had a good time. It was good, not great, okay? <laughs> That's, yeah. She can only take... She can only take so much shaft in one time. How long have you been waiting to say that? Okay. Uh, I, I just came I'm to hanging my head in despair. For anyone who's listening, that's okay. Uh, just giving Leland some work to cut out. Yeah, you know. You what? guys should be proud of us that we made it this long without any kind of dick jokes. Well, I, wait, wait. Are we? Were we? Are we purposely keeping this more family friendly? Can't you? I can't you tell, Leland? So. Uh, behavior. That is true. That is very true. <laughs> that's true, that's true. I have also refrained from using any profanity here, but... Okay, so, uh, yeah, Chucky is kind of leading you in, a like, a general direction. There's no, like, real landmarks. Most of this ter- kind of terrain looks the same, but seems to know where he's going. He takes you, you travel for, uh, let's say, about four hours. Uh, because you are still, even though you have this horse... Like, three of you are still walking, right? So it's still, like, your normal pace. Mm-hmm. And uh, about four hours, you... Or, no, sorry. After four hours, he brings you to a, a spot where you, you can see, like, the main road kind of through some of this, this low vegetation and uh, tr- hilly terrain. You can see, like, the main, like, northern road leading out of Zexa, which would take you, if you followed it, up to Altenchik, but... Of course, before making it to the road, he kind of veers you left. Um, so you're kind of paralleling this northern road now. And he brings you uh, to... It's kind of like this bit of a clearing. and kind of Almost like a little valley, kind of. And it's surrounded by these hills, this kind of little clearing. And directly ahead of you, he kind of motions to this... It just looks like a, like a wall of brush kind of growing out of the side of this hill. He stops you about 100, 100 feet away from it. So yeah, that's, uh, that's up there up ahead. You got to kind of push through that uh, through those bushes. And uh, I don't know. I was uh, trying to be pretty quiet when I made my way in there, but uh, I guess you guys can do whatever you like. Uh, I don't have to go in, do I? Is there something in there? I'm, there wasn't when I was here, but I didn't know what was in there when I went in first, so I was I was quiet. So, uh, why don't you guys all make me a perception check? Eight. Nineteen. Elena rolled a one. Okay, so uh, Elena is momentarily blind <laughs> as the as the sun kind of 
she catches the sun uh, over the side of this hill and is, <laughs> has to shield her eyes. But uh, falls her in and goes her. You notice um, above this, uh, these, this, these bushes that Chucky has motioned and uh, informed you that ha- conceals the entrance to this, this cave. Kind of up above it, placed almost like pushed, like carved, uh, like a little kind of concave section and pushed into this, this section above the entrance. Um, there's three uh, statues of gargoyles above this entrance, and they're very, they're just covered in, like, moss and, and this lichen, um, as if that they've been there for a long time. Okay. What, how, are they full size, like, regular size? Uh, how big are they? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they, they, they look, they look, uh, they're like, you know, humanoid sized uh, okay. statues. Have I ever seen anything like this before? Um... Why don't you... Jeez, what would I make you roll? I don't think that you have. No. You know what? Make me a nature check. I rolled a one. Uh, yeah, you, you've you never seen any anything like these before. Balzern, you want to make me yeah, a nature check? Yeah, um, I was just trying to think if there's any other type of applicable check I could do, but I guess we'll do nature. You, you would probably know better than I. Ooh. Oh, sweet. 19. Uh, so yeah, I mean, Falzern, you're certainly familiar with the concept of a gargoyle, and you you know you know that they often adorn more ornate buildings. Uh, they're maybe in some of the 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 spires in uh, the school of the, or island of Heracleion have their own gargoyles adorning them, but they certainly look out of place here in the mm-hmm. middle of. Okay. So there's not these particular gargoyles, gargoyles, and the three, the three of them, um, in the order that they are and the way they look, they're not particularly unique in the realm of gargoyles that are used. No, for no, they all look, they all are okay. identical. Yeah, okay. but but out of place. Hey, Brian, you look pretty sneaky, sneaky. Why don't you go a little bit in there and see if you can uh, sort of hide in the darkness there, you so you can be find stealthy? anything. Do you have a de- detect traps yeah. or anything like that that you can do? Okay, you want to sneak? Try to sneak up to the opening. Mm-hmm. All right, make me a stealth check, there, Bryn. Thirteen plus seven. Twenty. Okay, yeah, you very uh, quietly and quickly make it up uh, to this to the bushes here, and as you kind of. Now that you're right up close, you you clearly see like the opening behind behind them, and you can step right through. And now you're kind of under this this concave section where these these statues are are placed. So you you're in the mouth of this this cave, and you see ahead of you, it kind of veers uh, quickly to the left, and you can kind of see the the flicker of uh, like firelight. And that's our show. Our intro and outro music was created by Josh Jarvis. For your own musical inquiries, contact jamesmercymusic at gmail.com. All other music and ambient noise is courtesy of tabletopaudio.com. The Encouragement Party is sponsored by Critical Hit Design. Visit criticalhitdesign.com for all of your graphic design needs. You can find more info on the characters and world at encouragementparty.com. Enjoying the show? Have any questions or rules corrections? Email us 
contact at incursibleparty.com or reach out on social media. The Incursible Party on Facebook and Instagram at IncouragablePar on Twitter using the hashtag AfterPartyIP for a shout-out during our behind-the-screen after-party episodes that drop every fourth release. Happy adventuring!